Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody, I'm Travis. Hey, everybody, I am Brandon Crows. Welcome, welcome to another apathetic enthusiasm. I feel like I feel like we're doing these all the time now, Brandon. It's like it's wow. like the old days. Is is it like the old days? Well, what were the old days that we were streaming all the time? Yeah, I guess we never really streamed it, but we but we <laughs> made apathetic enthusiasm every week, and like it was it was the only it was the only podcast to our name. That's that's right. That's right. Well, uh, yeah, we are getting back into. Um, well, we we've been doing like two, like a RAM and an AE all in the same week, and and I rapidly realized, man, that's a that's, that that puts a puts a burden on my time. Uh, yeah. So so let's split it back up. Let's, <laughs> let's. You were like you were like butter spread over too much bread. Yes. I like Vegemite. It's like a ve- I was like a Vegemite sandwich. We go in a bendigo. Um all right everybody. Well, uh this is apathetic enthusiasm the podcast where we talk about whatever we're into this week. If you want to share with us the things that you're into, you can follow us on social media. I am on Twitter uh, at @jugglemino. Brandon yep. is at Barnyard Cruise. You can Barnyard. find both of us at Apathusiast. Uh, you can follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash apathetic enthusiasm show, or over on Instagram at apathetic underscore enthusiasm. The email is apathetic enthusiasm show at gmail.com, and our website, apathetic enthusiasm.com, where you can find this podcast as well as Interdimensional RSS, submitted for your approval, Twilight Zone podcast, and maybe an old blog post that we never really 
<laughs> got around to deleting. Who knows? There's all kinds of things over there. Of course, the financial way to support us is over at patreon.com slash rickandmortypod, where you can toss a, toss a shilling into the old digital tip jar there, governor. And for our for Thank our UK you, listeners, I apologize. <laughs> I apologize in advance. That's that's your that's your standard D and D accent, is it? You know, I I uh, and and we'll, and we'll talk about D and D later in the show. But I realize as the DM, it is it is a challenge to voice NPC characters and make them sound different. Yeah, uh, and uh, there are certain times where I will just pick a voice for a character. And after about two lines of dialogue, I realize I'm not keeping this up. Let's just go back to my voice. <laughs> uh, yeah, what I what I what I found was it's it's not necessarily coming up with different voices. It's remembering the, <laughs> the dial- voice I started with. Yes, yeah. Where you're like you you start off as like an old old woman. You're like, hello, sir. Would you like to come in? And then. Like then, so, then you have a conversation with somebody else, and then the next voice is like, "Hello, sir." Pip, I, <laughs> you, you said you wanted to come in. What are you hey, doing there? Hey, what? <laughs> hey, hey, what are you doing? We going to Bendigo. <laughs> yeah. So, welcome to Apathetic Enthusiasm, where we do poor accents for the first fifteen minutes of every episode. Uh, <laughs> Uh, something I didn't mention at the top of the show, we are also streaming this live on Twitch and YouTube. Live so and in charge. You, live and in charge, and we're doing it live. So if you want to be a part of the show or hang out with us as we do this live and you can see our faces for radio, uh, follow us over on Twitch or over on YouTube. Uh, we'll throw links to the show notes. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm making that obligation for Brandon in advance. There will be links <laughs> in the show notes so that you, if you're a podcast listener... And you want to check out the live feeds, you can follow those links and check them out. All yeah, right. I will uh, definitely remember that. Definitely. I guarantee I'm gonna, it. Gonna, I'm going to try to remember to paste in the show notes before we finish. <laughs> before we finish recording. Uh, Brandon, we yeah, had a very yeah. eventful weekend. And I think the the first place that we should start off is your Adventures in Celebrity uh, aka MegaCon 2019 in Orlando. Tell us all about it. Oh man, Orlando, MegaCon Orlando. Uh, this is something uh, that back in like November, December, January, something like that. I I yeah, submitted it was like a, a pe- month. There was <laughs> there was a month there. <laughs> there was a there was a month there where I uh, I was like, you know, okay, uh, I'm not in Hawaii anymore. Gotta gotta start trying to do some of these cons out out here uh and, and we didn't we didn't you know i don't we don't know jimmy there's not a, a jimmy equivalent there's that we no know jimmy of. J. shout out to jimmy J. at amazing yeah. uh, comic conventions there's no there's no equivalent out here that that we know of to talk to so uh like a like a scrub i just i put out a panel submission to megacon orlando uh, I didn't think anything of it. I also put out a, a press pass. I was like, "Can I get a press pass?" Just casting a wide net. Yeah, uh, they pretty much turned that one down right off the bat. Um, so I was like, "Okay, well, I guess I'm not going to, to MegaCon in any kind of celebrity capacity. Celebrity, you know, it's a- official. I would say official. Official. Yeah. There, there, yeah. there you go. Uh, and uh, about a month and a half ago, got the email like." 
hey, congratulations, your panel, Alternative Rick Mentions, a Rick and Morty fan panel, has been approved. And I was like, oh, oh, cool, cool deal. So, all right, fast forward. Uh, I, I was supposed to, uh, all week long, I kept talking to you, talked to a few people, Matt and, and Chelsea, like, you know, I should really prepare for this panel. Um, and uh, and so then I... Because those who fail to prepare, Brandon, (laughs) prepare to fail. That's right. And I thought about it. I thought about it long and hard. And I said, you know what? Red Dead Redemption 2 is out. For like the last year? How long has that game been out? (laughs) Well, I've been able to play with Matt, so I actually want to play the game now. Um, Like, you know what? What else? What other games are there that I cannot prepare for? Um, Anyway, uh, Friday night... (laughs) I found some time and I started preparing for the, the panel, which is, is fairly easy. Uh, if you aren't a fan of Rick and Morty or, or you haven't watched the show, uh, there are characters at season three. Last week, they announced season four, which will premiere in November. And uh, so I figured the best way to go about this panel, knowing that it was only going to be me, I didn't have a co-host because because Omaha. That the, the the best way Remember, to go, support us on Patreon.com/slash/RickandMortyPod. <laughs> the best way to go about it is to talk about the characters in at the end of season three, and what we what we hope to see or expect to see going into season four. And uh, since it's just me, I was going to have it be as much of a discussion with the audience as I as I could could to make it. Um. So I had that. That was easy. What I then did was I'm like, oh, I want to record it. I want to record it in some way, shape, or form. Uh, I set up an OBS and I set up a webcam. Uh, I got my iPad to record the ambient sound of the room. I got this little Tascam handheld recorder that attached to a microphone to record like my voice directly, right? And oh, and then I had a cell phone to do like take pictures while we're going on to do that stuff. Just just stacked, full setup stacked one person um i tested the the handheld recorder right before i went up uh and it turned on everything was fine um got up on the stage was setting things up tried to turn the recorder back on it would not turn on what the hell would not would not turn on um i find out the next day that there's a hold switch on the side of it that i've that is there for like if you are trying to prevent the gain or the input or or stop recording stuff like that from happening well if it's also toggled it will not let you turn on the device yeah <laughs> who know who knew uh so that didn't work the ipad i set up and i had it ready to go i did not press the button to Oof. record rookie move uh, uh for the obs i i start i pressed record on 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 it so it was recording video um doing like the whole presentation uh but guess who never turned the webcam towards themselves or the audience it was just like the back of the screen it just said <laughs> megacon orlando <laughs> but um, did you get audio off it i got nothing i got no audio whatsoever oh no yeah so so that's the that's that's a fun part about the whole deal um but and then uh the the camera i took like a little bit of uh, I took a pictures here and there and everywhere. But what I what I really f- rapidly found out, I'm I was okay with all that stuff. 
because once the panel started, if I was preoccupied with any of that other stuff, I wouldn't have been paying attention to the people who were asking questions about or or giving me their theories about Rick and Morty and, and so on and so forth. Right. And and I needed to be able to be present with them and not be like, oh, yeah, oh, that's, that's Ooh, good. Let me, oh, come let me. on. It's like me when I'm trying to flip through like pictures as we're doing interdimensional RSS, <laughs> and I'm like, "Yeah, you keep talking, Brandon. I'm really engaged in this conversation. Hold on, let me, yeah, yeah, let me just oh, yeah. This out. yeah, do it, Travis. I'm gonna Google uh, what you just said. Um, <laughs> so, but it, so but, I mean, technical glitches aside, and 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 you know the the fact that you were flying solo, which super proud of you for going out and doing that completely on your own. Uh, I want I want to put I want to put down uh, that if. If you ever decide to host uh, a panel that is uh, no greater than eight hours away from me by car, uh, I will be there. <laughs> uh, and, and that's a loose eight hours. Well, you know, I'm, I'm flexible on that. But, deal. Deal, deal, deal. Uh, yeah, I, I want to know, how did, how did the panel itself go? How was the conversation? How was the turnout? Um, any interesting questions or things come yeah. up? But, uh, how, how, did, how did the flow go? The, the the turnout was was really well. Uh, I started off by saying, you know, introducing who I was, and yeah, I, you know, do I'm the co-host of Rick and Morty podcast, unofficial. Thanks to Turner Broadcasting. Talk to them if you want to hear more of me. Um, uh, and Call that we talked right off the top. <laughs> yeah, uh, and you know that that's that's who we are. Um, and uh, like the room, the room could fit probably like 150 people or so. I think it's at its height. There was probably now it's uh, I don't know, like I'll say fifty. I'll say fifty folks or so. Conservative estimate. Um, and uh, it, it was it was just really well. I think when I when I first said like, yeah, I want to talk about the end of season three, where we're going to season four. The uh, some folks were kind of hesitant. I was like, so let's start with Rick. Like, what do you what? How do you think Rick is going to handle being at the bottom of the the family again? And I kind of like. I was looking around the room. And you just waited. I did. Everybody That's came a- to watch you do a panel, and you're like, all right, <laughs> everybody, what do you guys – give me some content. What do you got? <laughs> And that and that's the best way to get people to talk is by <laughs> by awkwardly staring at them. Uh, but so then then somebody raised their hand. <laughs> Forty five minutes later, your panel ends, and you're just sitting there, just thank you at the audience. Thank you, everybody. All right, Goodbye. this has been my Rick and Morty fan panel. But but once uh, but once some some one person asked a question, then a lot of other people started like giving comments or like, oh, we think this or or we think this or. Uh, there were there were, there were some good thoughts. Somebody like right off the bat jumped in with uh, "Evil Morty is Rick's original Morty" theory. And, classic, uh, classic, cla- classic. I kind of dismissed him a little bit. I didn't mean to because Did I you stand like, up and say, "Get out! You get out of this auditorium <laughs> right now." We are not talking about Evil Morty right now. That is not season four content. That is season three content. Uh, this is this is going to be an even season. Uh, Evil Morty uh, has not made his appearance uh, in any of the even seasons. So come talk to me when season six starts. Take that for a theory. Five, whatever. I don't know my evens and odd numbers. I had a th- I had a slide specifically titled theories, uh, and so I was like, well, I think we'll, we'll, we'll I think we're going to get into that a little bit deeper as we get further in. And so I didn't mean to. De- I, I, it was I don't know if I did it as smoothly as I just did right there. Um, it might have sounded like. But you were like, "Oh, let's stop. talk about that in the." We're gonna theories, talk about that later in the theories section. 
Yeah. In a three section. I have a slide prepared. Please. I have a slide specifically prepared <laughs> for this. We do not get ahead of ourselves. Uh, but yeah, like I said, then. Did you not it, get the read ahead, sir? <laughs> <laughs> it started flowing and it was, it was, it was fun. I got some really good kind of some unique theories out there that I, that I liked. And we might save that for actual uh, interdimensional RSS. All right. Uh, but then, so then uh, I had a bunch of stuff to give away from Symbiote Studios and our friends at Comic Spot. Well, my friends, because you've never met yeah. them. And, I'm going to uh, call them my friends uh, by yeah. proxy. By proxy. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. So My I, proxy friends. I brought them. I brought. Uh, I, I had the Trivial Pursuit, Rick and Morty Trivial Pursuit stuff, and I uh, had the categories up on the slides. And I said, "Okay, who's ready to try their luck to get to get some of these prizes?" And then, like instantly, like everyone's like, like a wave of hands went up. Um, and uh, so I was like, "Okay, here's the deal: you have to answer two questions right, and then you you can get a prize." Uh. And I quickly realized that I just I'm probably not the best trivia host because I'm like, you try you're trying come on it's okay. <laughs> uh, what's a, what's the name of Morty's Morty's uh, girlfriend? And then the guy's like, oh, summer. It starts with synth. It ends with Ia. And like Cynthia, like Beth. Yeah! Beth. Is it Beth? <laughs> Um, I did, I did like little, you know, I did my, my patented, uh, hold music improv for when they're oh. thinking about their questions. Very good. Um, and then, so then uh, did the trivia, got, gave those away. And then I invited people up to do a Rick and Morty wubba lubba dub dub off, um, which I rapidly realized, you know what? A lot of guys are going to come up and no women. And mm. and so I next time I do that I I need to do something for for them because I don't think I don't think women feel comfortable uh putting coming themselves up on there. stage and yelling wobble up a dub dub. Yeah, for for a for a, a male character. So uh yeah. I'll I'll change that next time. But maybe uh, do like maybe do like um a non-binary character like a Meeseeks. Oh, yeah. That's a that's actually that's a Ooh. very <laughs> that's a very good idea i will uh when you help me I run give you that idea and then poof, i cease to exist <laughs> let me let me t- let me tell you um it, it, ended up, it ended up being really well uh a a rick and morty cosplayer duo i uh, uh siblings they they came up to me after i think they're 14 uh and they'd made uh their own portal gun out of out of like um it's just homemade portal Paper gun. Paper mache. And they asked me to sign it. And so as they're talking, they're like, thank and you. You're for- like, all right, let me get my Sharpie out here. And just ruin <laughs> your homemade stuff real quick. <clears throat> I, not a problem. I said, yeah, thank you. Thank, thanks for coming out. I appreciate it. Like, no, that thank Sharpie you. Sharpie was really strong. Ugh. Ew. 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 Thank, thank you for coming, for coming out. You guys, you know, you guys make really great stuff. And, uh, you know, well, we just, you know, thank you for coming to visit your fans and i was like in my head i'm like you know we're not official uh did they actually like listen to the podcast though i so i asked i was like do you do you, do you listen to podcasts she's like yeah i was like holy crap oh wow. well well thanks. hopefully you, hopefully <laughs> you don't unsubscribe up. after this <laughs> <laughs> panel. uh but that's, last that's always fun though that's fun when we get to yeah. you know meet somebody that listens to one of the shows and hang out for a little bit and yeah. We've met met some really cool fans. That's that's one thing that I've 
uh, always been grateful about doing these shows is yeah. meeting people who actually appreciate well us, us chatting with each other for fun, extended fun, periods of time. Funny thing you you bring up that point, Travis. So the very very last thing I want to talk about this panel is is you know uh, when I get in front of people, the easiest way to get laughs is to be self deprecating. It is and it is your calling card. <laughs> it, is, it is my calling card. Well, so at the very end of the panel, and, and my my friend Gary and his son uh, came up with me um and drove up to the to con with me and um he he gave me some advice after the panel was over and the advice is brandon don't tell people you're going to run away after the panel's over because you're an introvert that you're a podcaster you want people to listen to your podcast don't inst- don't close by saying thank you guys for coming i'm an introvert i'm gonna run away bye <laughs> Uh, that's an exaggeration, but yeah. that's basically what I said. But if you're like, like, oh, we probably shouldn't go bother him because he's he doesn't want to talk to us. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so ah, missed opportunities. But you know, we yeah. learn from these things. We we, we fail forward, Brandon. That's that's what we've always done. <laughs> so next time, if you ever see me at a convention, or hell, if you went through it and you are listening to this for some reason, uh, I would love to talk to you. I'm sorry. I apologize. Yeah. Let's chat. If you happen to be let's, walking around let's, Omaha, Nebraska, let's chat. just just hang out. Let's let's get a coffee. Uh, all right. All well, right. Uh, again, it. super proud of you. Uh, one, thanks for do, for doing the panel, but two for putting forth the effort to even apply for it. Because uh, we know I don't do that as much as you do. Um, but you get to you get into those cool events and. I do, sh- I, I do, st- I just, I get You're a wild hair at my ass. You're my man. hero. And then I, I do it and I'm like, eh, it's never going to happen. And it happens. I'm like, oh, damn it. Now I'm stuck <laughs> doing it. That's what you get. That's what you get for putting yourself out there, Brandon. Uh, all right. Let's, let's go ahead and shift gears a little bit. This is, uh, we are recording this on May 20th, which means we are. Uh, just over 24 hours past the final episode of Game of Thrones. That's right, the the epic fantasy drama that has spent uh, about a decade on on the home box office network is uh, <laughs> <laughs> has come to a close. Uh, so if you are, and this is your only spoiler warning for the episode, if you are not caught up on Game of Thrones, if you are uh, binge watching the final season, uh, you know, good luck with that. But um, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna talk uh, complete uh, spoilerific review. So uh, that's it. That's your warning, Brandon. Uh, gut gut reaction. First first thoughts. You you you're watching the episode. Uh, the 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 music's playing. The the credits roll. What's your first reaction? What's your first sort of thought reflecting on? On the final episode and the Wait, final o- opening season. credits or or closing no credits? closing credits. <laughs> what are your thoughts on bah, the opening bah. credits? And you're like, man, they they really stuck with this opening sequence the whole series, huh? That's, they In- just really did it. Incredible, incredible. Eight seasons, same song over and over again. Peter Dinklage, <laughs> Peter Dinklage, Peter Dinklage. Um. Okay. In- instant gut reaction. Huh. Yeah, well, that's yeah. over. <laughs> guess that's I, I, guess that's it. If 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 I'm going with a one sentence, yeah, cool. Well, yeah, that's about right. 
I was like, yeah, that's good. I uh, I think not wowed. Not, not wowed, wowed. Not disappointed. Yes, definitely not. I it was, it was interesting because I think we started and ended the episode right at about the same time because you yeah. sent me a text saying I'm I'm done like right as the credits started rolling uh, on my playthrough as well. So we could we could get right into uh, initial comments before going to bed after staying up super late to make sure <laughs> that we watched it. Uh, and let me let me yeah. tell you, it ruined it ruined most of my Monday. I was in such a, <laughs> a shitty mood. That's that's what if if anything, uh, I'm glad Game of Thrones is over so that I can get back to a reasonable Monday routine <laughs> after not staying up quite so late on Sundays. Uh, yeah, but uh, it was a good show, Game of Thrones. It's yeah. it was good. Uh, I I I. <laughs> I'm frustrated. I think this says everything. It says, for people who don't watch the show uh, and don't care about spoilers and are listening to this and they're like, okay, well, then do I actually want to watch it? I don't know if I want to watch it based on the reaction. Uh, because it's like, yeah, cool. Well, and that's, that's, my biggest, that's my biggest beef right now is the reality is Game of Thrones is a tremendous show. It is, it is phenomenal. There are amazing moments that happen in the show. And I am coming to terms with this issue where, like, the final season or the final episode of a series, for me, can't, like, negate the entire journey that is a series. Like, And I think we probably talked about this on our last episode when we did our, like, lead-up into the finale. But yeah. I, I thought that the last episode was good. I mean, it was, it wasn't like, there was no wow. There was no crazy twist where I was like, I can't believe that happened because (laughs) we've played through so many scenarios in our heads going forward. I was like, yeah, anything and everything has been on the table from the show's start where main characters who you thought were going to be central to the storyline are beheaded in the first season. And and it's like, nobody's safe. Nobody, nobody's guaranteed to survive. And uh, they could really pull a fast one on us at any point in time. So I I wasn't wowed by anything because I'd kind of gone through most of the scenarios, you know, in my head. And so, yeah, uh, let's let's go with uh, let's talk about Daenerys a little bit and the fact that she she got moited uh by <laughs> by by Jon Snow and <laughs> uh yeah and so. She she died. She uh, <laughs> that happened. She she died. She died. Um, that happened. Uh, John John killed her. Uh, the dragon killed the Iron Throne. Um, Drogon, and let's see let's see. Um, Arya Arya went away on a ship. Sansa yep. as a queen. Yep. West of Westeros. That's gonna be that's that's the sequel I really want to see. Brand's a king. Arya Stark. Uh, what's west of Westeros? Get the Gendry, Gendry's there. Davos is there for some box reason. Office. <laughs> Just lots. There were of water them. bottles. There were water bottles. <laughs> oh, yeah, I saw that. Watergate. <laughs> um, if if anything, this is the this is the season of uh, uh, leaving beverages on set uh, that are out of period. <laughs> Yeah. So the, as as far as quality, so uh, Matt is in there 
He's in the chat and he's yeah, talking welcome, about not welcome watching. Welcome to chat, Matt. He's not. He's talking about not watching Game of Thrones, and then says J.K. wasn't going to anyways. Compared to even this, even I will say that even this season, if you were to look at this season as a standalone season, sure you'd miss some stuff uh, leading up to it, but this it's a still if as a standalone, it's a decent season, right? Uh, compared to a lot of other stuff that may be on TV, right? If I'm looking at the, and I, I will get crap for this, like The Flash or Arrow or the CW shows that are... <laughs> Just blanket CW shows. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're, people talk about Game of Thrones has terrible writing this, this year, but I'm like, have you watched... You, you, you talk to me excitedly about the CW shows. You clearly, you don't know what good writing is sometimes. <laughs> and I'm not, and I'm not saying that these, these two wrote these, this, this season eight. Well, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying compared to stuff that's out there, it's still not a terrible season. And, and the reality came is before like, it. there, there are huge cinematic events there there are moments throughout where like they're just amazing there's amazing cinematography amazing sequences amazing fight sequences and really like emotionally driven interactions throughout the season that some of them were like solid payoffs for things that have been building throughout the series um but at other times it was just like, Hey, resolution, resolution. Here was a story thread and we're going to resolve that. And then this one's done. So like, they're not going to, there's not going to be like a major twist at the end or a big gotcha. Like, ah, you thought everything was going to be this way. And then it's something different. Like there, there were some, some things that came out like with Jon Snow's true parents and, and, and who he truly was. Uh, I heard a lot of arguments online overnight that, all of that was for nothing. All of that was unnecessary because it didn't really pan out to, to, to mean anything. And I would argue that that is not true at all. I think that if Jon Snow was not a Targaryen and he had not found out his, his true place, then he would still be crushing on Danny, and he never would have stood up to her. He never would have drawn away from her or uh had any sort of internal conflict uh in that you know you know uh physical relationship yeah so and 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 then maybe when she maybe maybe because that is still going on she doesn't freak out and burn down all of king's landing because she feels like she at least has someone in her life that loves her besides a dragon yeah, I mean, I mean, uh, I think, I think, if you really want to like peel those things apart, like you can, you can say that they had an impact in in how everything played out. I I read an uh, an article on. Oh, here he goes. AV Club. Give him time. He'll be back. He'll, okay, okay, he's back. Uh, I'm back. I read an a uh, article on AV Club, and uh, it was a it was about the the finale, and the whole the whole thing was that. Yes, the season was rushed. Uh, no, I don't think anybody can disagree that it was it was rushed. Um, but 
it is where all those characters needed to be. And thematically, this this guy he focused on on thematic uh, aspects of the show. He's like, it, it's about the Starks. They are showing agency finally instead of kids growing up being forced into situations that their parents and their their elders have have put them in. Now they're free to make their own choices. Uh, so you know that's why Arya is going off on her own, and and Sansa is standing up against her brother and saying, "No, I'm queen of the north." Um, and and John coming in, and yes, he's a Targaryen, sure. Uh, he's the rightful heir to the throne, sure. But that's never what he wanted to be, and now he's actually where he he does want to be. He he's with his people at the Wildlings, uh, past the wall. Yeah. Um, Chasing and those giant ladies. So it's not about it's not about who you are, uh, who people tell you you are. It's about who you think you are, and and the person that you become with your history. And that's the thematic thing that the show. I think that everyone the the critique about Bran, right? Like, uh, oh, why does Tyrion pick him for all his interesting stories? And then they show like all the other characters. They forget that the whole point of Bran becoming the Three-Eyed Raven is that he knows all the history of men, which is why the Night King wanted to kill him. Uh, you learn from history to make better choices in the future. And R. George R. R. Martin took like Red Wedding and all these historical kind of references in his writing to say, hey, this is history. Let's not repeat it. That's, that's the whole point of having Bran be the fucking king. <laughs> yeah yeah no it's i mean it makes sense it's uh it's not it's maybe not as satisfying to some as as some that we were like hey like hopefully danny marches across you know the the narrow sea and and kills everybody in the seven kingdoms and and becomes the queen of the slaves or whatever like and, and breaks the wheel like yeah like that's a way it could have ended but I don't know if I would have been any more satisfied with that if she would have just like marched to the throne and then sat on it and been like, "Cool, I'm queen now, <laughs> got it." Like I don't so, and I and I think that is just the the other part about finales. Like there there can be finales that really um, feel like a good like conclusion and and sort of wrap up a story. Uh, I feel I feel like the Breaking Bad is a great example where I feel like they 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 gave us closure in that and it just I don't know it, I I felt like that was a really solid series. Uh, but then you know we we go back to Lost and Lost is one of those shows that that was epic <laughs> because experiencing the show week to week was a lot of fun. But then when it ends, you're just kind of like, all right, well. We don't we don't get to watch Lost anymore. It's it's over, and and I think for a lot of people, like yeah, we expected a lot out of the last season of Game of Thrones because this is it. This is all we got, and now it's over until HBO comes out with prequels or and spinoffs, spinoffs or all kinds of things. So, which very well might happen, uh, depending on how those download numbers and HBO now accounts. Continue. How many people have canceled their accounts? I I had I had no less than three people come up to me today, unsolicited, and say that episode was trash. 
like wow. And, wow. and i'm like i don't want to talk about this with you today <laughs> today that's so like i i had one person that had genuine conversations with me about thrones um and maybe that's just because several people are out of the office but it there were not a lot of people that openly discussed it and um yeah we kind of felt the same way like it was decent it was it was as we pretty much expected but neither one of us were like nah this is garbage i don't i don't like i don't like it so i don't know uh but for those of you that uh decided to hold on to your to your hbo now or hbo go subscription oh yeah uh i would like to recommend another show that might uh be a transition point for you into the other great offerings from from hbo <laughs> uh and that is a uh docudrama miniseries if if i can throw enough buzzwords into <laughs> into that into that preface yeah. uh and that's that's the show uh, chernobyl docudrama uh, which is currently airing its third of four episodes right now as 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 we as we record this so if if you're watching live on stream you could quit watching us and go watch the third episode <laughs> of chernobyl it's on uh, three episodes already uh, three episodes in, and oh I think there's gosh. only four total. So you better start catching up, Brandon. You better, oh, like, better get I, your act together. I might, I might be disappointed by the finale. I don't know. I can't, I can't say, but <laughs> I, I do know that I'll get another finale next week. So, uh, but for for those of you that uh, have no idea what uh, Chernobyl is or what that is in reference to, it is uh, basically the story of the real-life 1986 nuclear accident where a nuclear power plant in uh, Soviet Ukraine, I believe, uh, exploded, and it, uh, it was a huge catastrophe. And exploded. Ex- it exploded. Uh, and this is a very interesting uh, miniseries about the events of that explosion and also just sort of the... Uh, management or mismanagement of a catastrophe of this nature and how the local government, how the people in the power plant and just everybody in charge, uh, how they reacted to that situation. It's, it's really uh, fascinating to watch. I mean, this is, this is one of those events that feels like it happened a long time ago, but then I realize I was alive and like, Wait, yeah, when when did it when did it happen? 1986. Oh man, yeah. I almost yeah. I, I almost had I was, my I was, I was, first I was Nintendo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um but yeah, so uh it it stars Jared Harris, Stellan Skarsgård and Emily Watson. Uh it's all of it is in English except for some actual uh real recordings from from the event and uh so they don't try to do like fake Russian accents or anything like that, but uh, definitely the the way that the the way that it's shot, the the sets that they use are very true to the environment that uh, was back there in Soviet Russia or Soviet Ukraine, and uh, it's just really interesting, really interesting to see sort of the way messages were communicated and how uh, the attempts to look like you were doing the right thing versus um standing up for truth uh kind of caused this catastrophe to possibly be worse uh for some folks than it could have been uh but yeah it's it's great um Craig Mason I think is the guy that uh 
that wrote it. And uh, I recognize his name. It's either Craig Mazin or Peter Sagal. Peter Sagal, one of them is the host of the podcast, and the other one is the guy that uh, actually wrote it. Um, but I will say that there is a podcast, the Chernobyl podcast, uh, that is like the uh, sort of uh, accompaniment to to the series. And it is great because you go and you watch these incredible things that are happening on screen, and and not all of it is 100% accurate. Some of it is dramatized, of course. Uh, the the nuclear scientist played by Emily Watson is sort of a amalgamation of all of the uh, physicists and scientists that uh, got to the bottom of some of these issues and helped to solve some of the uh, catastrophic events that took place at Chernobyl. And they've sort of just personified all of them as, as this one character. Uh, but then there are, uh, let's see, Valerie Legoslav. Uh, he's the main physicist and, and sort of the main character in, in the series. Um, and he was a real dude that, uh, that committed suicide two years to the day after, after the uh, uh, mm. power plant exploded. And, um, and he is sort of the basis for a lot of the information. So it's really fascinating. It's really uh yeah i highly highly recommend it and it's yeah i i i remember where i recognized that name craig mazin uh and it's it's incredible to be, incredible to me who this who this guy is and that he he wrote uh this television show the creator of this show uh he wrote rocket man the 1997 movie with harlan williams classic, classic. scary movie three scary movie four <laughs> superhero movie the hangover part two and part three wow and now this chernobyl uh i will say that the, such a that comedy the, that the a tone com- of this show is not quite in line with his previous works but yeah no it's do. uh it's 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 really great i i highly recommend it and i will say i mean along with chernobyl uh, the like twenty minutes of advertisements before and after the final episode of Game of Thrones, where HBO is just flooding the screen with every possible <laughs> other show that I could be watching on HBO. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of solid stuff on there. Uh, so now that I've got this crummy Game of the Thrones or Game of Game of Thrones show out of the way, I can finally finally Get watch some of, of this other quality stuff on HBO. <laughs> Uh, well, you know, I'm glad we don't have to stay up that late anymore for, for Game of Thrones. It's gone. Uh, Chernobyl, you know, you might have to do that. It's on on Mondays and I don't have to, I don't have to, I don't have to watch it live. I, that's frankly, frankly, I'm not going to because it's, it's a direct conflict with the bachelorette. Uh, which is what Sheena is watching right now. So, oh, the bat. Uh, I, I thought it was Bachelor season. No, it's a Bachelorette season. I don't know. They're they're interchangeable. I just know that it's <laughs> eight weeks of uh, drama sex with- that I don't. I don't have an obligation to be watching TV with my wife those nights. <laughs> Uh, well, you know, during bachelor season, that's probably the best time to move, uh, Dungeons and Dragons for when Rick and Morty comes back on Sunday nights. Yeah, that's for real. Uh, 
Sheena was very surprised that we stuck with Sunday nights for our D&D campaign <laughs> uh, during this final season of Game of Thrones. And I realized that we have until November to pick a new night because <laughs> there, there's no way that we're playing D&D the same night that Rick and Morty is. No, un, 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 That's just we, not going to work for us, okay, Kevin? Okay, we, Chad? <laughs> I, they, know it's, they know it's coming already. The they, writing's they, on the wall. They, they know, like... John, especially like, when are we? When's it gonna move? Uh, because you're gonna ditch us for Rick and Morty. You know it. You know, know we it. are. That's our money maker, John. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one I get into panels for. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. So I mean, I don't. D and D. D and D was fun last night. I mean, that's obviously the reason why we were staying up a little extra late to to catch the finale. But yeah, yeah. we uh, we played a couple hours D and D. Uh, continuing the campaign where uh, Lou Gossett Sr. has now found the <laughs> the the remains of his son Healy Dan and unearthed the shallow grave and 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 put all of his bones in a box and they're just carrying it around downtown Fandolin. <laughs> no big deal. Tortugas swapped that box for another box. Nope. And uh, we bought another box. This one was like with like with like wax sealed, so it like keeps the smell of the <laughs> decaying corpse. Uh, from permeating, yeah, uh, yeah. it was it was a, it was a fun it was a fun session. Uh, when the we started this session off, uh, where whereas last time and this it's been like three weeks, Kevin, his character Tempest, his air genasi, uh, got annoyed that we were digging up my dead son's body, <laughs> and he went to the inn to drink. Um, and uh and so the, we went to, we went to the end to just kind of like rest up and 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 start the next next night. Thankfully Kevin had to take a real world call so I got to like try to start breaking into his room. Uh and then I yeah, accused him of being a rapist. John's character uh Tortuga decided to drink from a horse trough out out on the streets of the city. It was real, <laughs> real high entertainment, hard, hard sure. hitting stuff. Um, in in so you did something last night uh, that I, I I appreciate, and what it was was uh, last session we did. You introduced this kind of like side plot, and it was uh, it, it was it was us overhearing a, a woman talking about cultists have stolen my dad <laughs> can anybody help um and and john and yeah, that I, was a, that was a couple seasons ago or a couple sessions ago okay oh yeah and yeah. john and i immediately are like we're not helping you that we're trying to get healy's body yeah <laughs> we had nothing to do with her <laughs> um but uh so so last this session this last session you still managed to find a way to incorporate that stuff, but by forcing us into it, by distracting us first. Uh, and he's gone. And I can't wait to hear what he thinks about how I forced them into a situation in D&D. Yeah. Oh, and he's back! Uh, <laughs> distracting us first, us hearing a crash, and then me going back upstairs and finding that the box <laughs> containing the corpse of my son is no longer there. And like, yeah, yeah you tricky dick, you. <laughs> so uh yeah like a little behind the scenes behind the dm screen if you will yeah i i have had a challenge for the last few months 
because you and John have been incredibly fixated on finding your son, your character's son, who is known to all of the players as as being dead like it was your previous character in our in our other sessions so <laughs> there there is definitely like no way that you're gonna like be reunited with your previous character and then once you guys finally found him you were like we're gonna dig him up we're gonna take him with us and so i'm like all right how you guys have been so i i, I was able to use the discovery of him or you guys searching for him as a story hook, as a way to kind of guide you guys through a story, but and there were some stops along the way, but I had to, I have to like manipulate your motivations to to keep you guys moving, and so it's it's been it's been fun to it's been a creative challenge to find ways to get you guys uh, to to carry on because I I I don't know what comes after uh, the legend of Healy's body, and uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so. Well, yeah, when you, when I created the distraction, I thought, all right, this could this could play out a few different ways. Maybe you guys actually get into a fight with some people out on the street. Maybe maybe you don't. Maybe and uh, Kevin's character comes out and immediately levitates uh, <laughs> an unsuspecting uh, uh, bandit or whoever this guy who's getting beat up in the street. And uh, yeah, and so then there's there's the crash. You guys hear the crash back inside the inn, and. John's reaction is he looks inside. He looks inside the end. He looks around, and I tell I tell him to roll like an investigation check or something. And I say you see nothing like that visibly looks broken, uh, and you also don't see the young lady who had come in screaming about the fight. And he goes, "Okay," <laughs> and then goes back outside. And I'm like, "All right, that's." And so then it's not until a little while later that you're like, all right, I better go inside and go check on things. And then you discover that the, the box containing Healy's uh, remains are, is gone. And, uh, and so now you guys are back on, on the hunt for, for who stole on the Healy's body. <laughs> uh, I, I want to I uh, back up. I want to rewind a little bit because I, I, I feel like uh, our John and I's decision, my our decision to dig up Healy's body is looked at as just like such an absurd thing to to do, um, as by Kevin primarily, mostly by <laughs> Kevin. Yeah, uh, I embraced uh, it. I let you guys do it. I... Well, well. So we 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 went to we went to see what the the town head or whatever, and uh. We did like whatever little seancey thing, and then we saw Healy show up, and then like the evil spirit was talking, saying that it had control of him, right? And uh, maybe, maybe, maybe as a DM, you're like, okay, maybe that will satisfy them. <laughs> uh, but in my, I'm like, well, no, and he's there's an evil spirit on attached to him. There's something. Now I yeah. gotta save him. Gotta well, save his and, soul. <laughs> and as a as as a in respect to your previous character, we had talked when you were playing as Healy Dan mm -hmm. that yeah. that that Healy was wrestling with with two voices. He had the yes. voice of his deity as well as some other voice that that yes. seemed in conflict. And so I want I wanted to include that and 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 sort of 
personify that in that moment so that yeah. there, there was there was there was a respect and reflection and for, and for me on, i appreciate that because i like good he actually paid attention to that, that character <laughs> uh, and but two lou gossett senior healy's father he doesn't he he didn't know this he did not uh, so now he's like what's logical to do I guess we gotta get his bones. Gotta, gotta <laughs> dig up them bones. Uh, but clearly, because uh, clearly, Healy's spirit is still attached to his 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 you know physical remains, and, yeah. and the only way to to properly respect them is to to put them in a box that's sealed with wax. Yes. Um. But yeah. So you guys, you guys got distracted. You guys. Fought with a with a guy in the street who ended up killing himself with a with a vial of poison. You you uh, expertly decided not to investigate that body <laughs> in any way, shape, or form. Nope. Uh, just let him uh, left him to be dead on the street, and then rushed off to follow some 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 footprints in hopes that you would discover the people that uh, that took the body. And then you guys ended up in a in a small uh, somewhat dilapidated village of thunder tree where buildings have been broken down and uh yeah that's that's where you guys are at you guys you guys may have run into a young dragon right at the end of the uh right at the end of the session and it was already it was already at our predetermined time when i would get to watch game of thrones it was like perfect timing i yelled cliffhanger and yeah, there was there was like two minutes that we went over, but I'm like, they're so close to this dragon. I know exactly <laughs> where. And as soon as you guys open the door and the dragon's just there waiting for you because you yelled into the room ahead of time. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I wanted to see if Ely's, uh body thieves were in there. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> Is it body thieves? Hello. Yeah. So, uh, so that's where we'll pick up next week. We're going to do a memorial... Memorial Weekend uh, session and really yeah. uh, Memorial Weekend D and D session. I want to. I, I, I should really do some extra work to make sure that we have plenty of stuff for uh, next time. I think that's a good idea. You know, I, 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 I there. You made the comment to me on uh, Facebook earlier that we used to like go through rooms and and kind of explore them in more detail uh, before. And and you're and you're right about that. And you chased a Nothic around a cave twice, trying to feed it <laughs> chicken. Yeah, yeah, that was. I remember those days. Those are fun days. <laughs> um, but I think I think part of part of what we found out, or maybe part of that change, is because the two hour sessions are like you're. We're trying to economize the the time that we don't necessarily spend as much time like dilly dallying through or maybe i interrupt john more to <laughs> get him from doing some of his uh more absurd uh, character traits maybe um but uh yeah yeah, yeah. It's, it's two two hours i think is uh a a streamlined version of, of the, the story and i think part of that might be we're we're learning to be more efficient with with that time uh uh, and part of it might be, well, we don't care about all this this other stuff. Maybe it doesn't matter as much as like progressing the story forward. Well, and I definitely think combat has taken a back seat in in a lot of our sessions, and uh, sometimes combat takes a long time. So if if you guys get into some heavy combat, it takes up the majority of the session. 
so so you know we'll thankfully we have a longer session for the the one starting off with you squaring off in, in front of a young dragon so um i'm gonna ditch kevin right away <laughs> i <laughs> will say uh i i have you guys had a request of me saying that um you guys like maps we we use uh roll 20 to uh play online and that you guys really like having maps and so i was trying to figure out a way to make some custom maps that were were easy to make that didn't take a ton of time because the first map i made for you i drew everything by hand and was like drawing every little piece and then like it took like a week to draw and then <laughs> you guys didn't even explore half of it and i was like ah all right i'm not doing that again yeah uh so I picked up an application that uh, John, I think, actually used when he when he ran his one shots, and that's uh, Dungeon Painter Studio. I, I bought it uh, through Steam, and if anybody is an aspiring DM or you uh, maybe have been a DM for a long time but don't like making your own maps, this is a terrific tool. Uh, it's got a lot of textures preloaded, and it's really easy to. Uh, build some floors and some walls really quick and build a few structures and throw throw the basic elements of a map together uh, really fast. I, I, I recreated a map from one of my books uh, for you guys and, and made probably like eight buildings or so with uh, various terrain uh, all in, in the scope of about 10 minutes, had it exported and loaded into Roll20 very quickly. So, yeah, I, I highly recommend it. I am going to use that uh, quite a bit over the next week to make sure that we have plenty <laughs> plenty of stuff for the next next extended session. Plenty of maps. Yeah, that, that's, that's really cool that it, it, it's that easy and that quick to, to make a map. That's really, that, that, that's really good for you. And like we had talked about, we don't need like the, the super detailed images where, oh, there's there's pots and pans and... Like there's this cabinet over in the there's, northwest there's corner. There's food on 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 the on, and the and the table the chairs aren't just at the table, but they're they're all slanted slightly differently <laughs> to show that they've really been used and, yeah. and some have been pushed in and some have not. We don't we don't yeah we we don't necessarily need that. We just need to know where our token is in relation to. But I need it, Brandon. <laughs> I need it. Well, that's that's when you have your DM layer and <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It looks photorealistic on mine, and then yours is just like <laughs> stick figures. It looks like my Photoshop, my my Microsoft Paint. <laughs> All the monsters are just squirm. Like <laughs> I did draw a squirm on that uh, one portal gun. I told you that. So of course you did. Of course you did. Uh, well, yeah, but D and D is still fun. Um, I uh, a few other D and D related comments. Uh, I I mentioned to Sheena something about how we'll probably have to move D and D to another night. Uh, once Rick and Morty starts, and she's like, "Wow, you're still uh still gonna be playing it, huh?" I was like, "Yeah, it's not like a." Th she's like, "When you said you're gonna play, I figured that it was like a board game that you were gonna play like one time. <laughs> I didn't realize you were gonna do it like every week." And I was like, "Oh yeah, uh, well we do. That's what we do now." Uh, so uh, I guess she knows that. Uh, other other notes uh, there was a subtle hint in my family that the perfect Father's Day gift would be 
a a family campaign uh or at least a family one shot that is my uh passive aggressive way of trying to get my wife to try D D. uh <laughs> and my my oldest daughter is is really interested in it and uh wizards of the coast announced recently uh an essentials kit That's right, yeah, uh yeah. that is coming out i believe in june but this is a streamlined rule set so that if you have somebody that is interested in D&D but isn't interested in reading books like this that and or three of these uh, and really just want to get the basics of how to create a character simply and start playing in a campaign, uh, they can get, I think it's like a 64-page rule book that just really is just the basics. Uh, it also includes a set of dice. I think it has a DM screen in there. And it has a modified uh, rule mechanic that allows you to play with just two people, one DM and one player. And then you sort of play as additional NPCs to fill out a party. But I I definitely think I'm going to be picking that up because if the Father's Day ploy does not, does not follow through, uh, I could at least run my daughter through a campaign and she could check out what it's like to play. Uh, and I could just do that one-on-one plus I get a DM screen and the whole yeah. thing is like 25 bucks. So, you know, I mean, I'd pay 25 bucks for a set of dice and a DM screen most likely. So, um, that's, it, it pays for itself, Brandon. It pays, it pays uh, for yeah. itself. P- c- comes back in gold bullion. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> so, so. <laughs> no, that, that's, that, yeah, that's cool. Uh, my kid is not old enough yet for D and D. Um, can't read. Can't, can't can't read. He's seven, so therefore he can't read. Let's be realistic. Uh, your son is smarter than I think all three of my kids combined. Uh, he's that's a, that's a, he's playing a... trumpets. He's uh, he's 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 a he's a he's a cultured he's a cultured cruise. Uh, he's so proud of him. So proud I, of him, Brandon. I, I I appreciate that, but let's not let's not turn this into. Travis, come on, don't do that. Your 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 kid your kids are smart as the Dickens. They're they're just yeah, like Sheena. They are smart as Charles <laughs> Dickens. <laughs> it was the best of times. It was the worst of times. My kids are great. I love my kids, and they are going to play amazing D and D characters as soon as I teach them that. Yes, yes, yes. My my kid will continue to get skateboard injuries. <laughs> oh, he's so edgy. He's so he's so cool, man. I'm doing I'm doing like get, I got the fisheye lens. <laughs> I'm doing <laughs> I'm doing little skate videos of him yeah. now. Playing some like cool alternative music and releasing them on VHS. Yeah, no, I'm I got uh I got the new Pennywise album. It's got Bro him on it. <laughs> it's gonna be great. I'm gonna put like a black and white effect over it and then it like it, it it like does this digital transition. It's gonna be it's gonna there. Be really there was there was a traffic. there was a game in the arcades back in the day. I forget what it was called, but it was Tony Hawk on, Pro Skater. No, 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 no. You were on a skateboard, like you you'd you'd stand on the skateboard, and the soundtrack was Pennywise, and you'd be going down the you'd be going down the, the hill, and you just like like leaning and doing tricks and stuff like that. Ah, it's such a fun game. What happened to arcades? Now it's just all ticket stuff. I've I've been to I've been to Dave and Buster's twice in the last like three months. So it's all, it's all tickets. Yeah, there's still it's all there's a lot of tickets. There's a lot of tickets, uh, but not enough tickets for my son. <laughs> uh, he's he's really into like the Marvel Champions fighting game. 
mm-hmm. uh, because it gives you a trading card every time you you finish a game. So he just they're actually right here. You get these trading Whoa. cards. Whoa! Uh, check out check out Howard the Duck. Howard the Duck in a mech suit. Uh, <laughs> ho- hollow. Uh, hollow, yeah, so. hollow. But it's cool because they have they have um, barcodes on the back. So as as you get these cards, then you can pick your team in the game by scanning the cards, and that's how you choose your characters. So, oh. um, it's okay. collectible and it's interactive. Wonder Bar, only one dollar a play. <laughs> oh gosh! Well, I uh, I I probably wouldn't do that, but um, <laughs> I will say that we appreciate uh, you folks listening. Here, that was a bad transition into ending the show. Uh, by the way, I'm an introvert. Don't come up to me and talk to <laughs> don't, me. Don't talk to us. Don't rate our show. Don't review <laughs> us. Don't like us on YouTube. Definitely don't follow us on Twitch. Uh, we we want to give a big shout out to Matt for hanging out and As spamming always. the comments uh, on Twitch tonight with all sorts of emojis. He found he found out how to make faces. If uh, and 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 that's. That's that's reaching a new level on Twitch. So if, if we knew how to res- if we knew how to res- if we responded to every single one of Matt's comments, this would be apathetic enthusiasm colon Matt comment Pat podcast, <laughs> which I think is really what he's looking for in the I show. Think so. But uh, maybe we can do a special edition uh, another night and just release it for Matt. Um, but yeah, thank you, thank you so much for everybody that's listening. Uh, I I love doing the show. So I, I if if you enjoy it, if you like listening to it, thank you so much. And uh yeah, make sure to tell a friend, share it with someone who else who else might like it. I don't know. Brad is like, don't tell anybody about this podcast. <laughs> don't do it, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. Too much pressure. Uh all right, that's that's it for this week. Uh next week we will have another intermensional RSS. Uh and until then, I am Travis. And I am Brandon. We will see you next time. Bye. Yeah, we will. Goodbye. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.